welcome everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, if you guys are listening to this on the podcast, we are doing this live on the Making of Dental Startup. We do it pretty much every Wednesday and we pick the brain of the most brilliant people out there on earth. And right now we have Dr. Ted Theodore, if he's in trouble, Chang. Ted, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? It's going pretty good over here. You're in, let us know where you're located. So uh, my office is in West Caldwell, New Jersey, which is like, like kind of center, new north, you know. Um, no, I think it's known for The Sopranos. <laughs> um, they, they shot the show in like kind of in this town. Uh huh. But the problem is, I've never watched the show. So. <laughs> That's okay. Why'd you pick? Why'd you pick that location, like New um, New Jersey area? I, I mean, I live in Jersey, so uh, you know we're gonna open in Jersey, and then we're just looking at commercial real estate for a long time, several months. Yeah. Maybe a year, um, and we just. Just didn't have any space that was better than this one. Who did you yourself look at spaces, or did you hire someone to 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 find something for you, or how did that go? No, there's a there's a firm up here in North North Jersey that works with dentists. Um, they do startup consulting and uh, real estate, but I only use them for real estate. Um, they they're called Maserano Consulting. Okay, so they do consulting as well. Why yeah, they, didn't Why didn't you use them for consulting? Well, I I use I work with Breakaway. So that's why. Ah, okay. And so you went to Breakaway. Which one? I I did the startup. Um, probably like seventeen. I can't remember, but years ago. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. That's cool, man. So really quick. Let's get started. Break it down to us. Tell us a little bit about your past, your present. How did you get to where you are today? So um, I got out of school in 13. And my wife and I both got out of school in 13. We were classmates in NYU. And then um, we kind of got stuck in Jersey. <laughs> a lot of our classmates moved on to better places like Texas, California, um, Arizona, but we kind of, you know, we were sticking around and we grew our roots. So we decided first um, we're going to, we were, we wanted to buy an office and I was associating and then um, we were one week before closing and the deal fell apart. This was like three years into, three years after school. Why did the so, deal fall apart? Uh, I can I can tell you anything. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you anything. Yeah. I mean, the practice has since been sold, so I don't think it really matters. Um, okay. But the guy, the seller, he was um, he had like an associate there for twenty years. He hasn't been at the office for twenty years. Really old dude. Yeah. And so we were like, we need a restricted covenant from the associate. Um, we need like something saying he's not going to go to the next door. Mm -hmm. And, and he said, he said, uh, we, 
he said he had it ready. Um, so we proceeded. And one week before, he's like, well, wait, that's actually, that was actually a lie. And I can't get it for you. And we're like, what are we buying? You know, what? So that was, uh, that happened. That happened. So that was, so then you had to restart over. Start over. Um, yeah, and uh, we were looking for a long time, and then I just got frustrated. I was like, there's no good office to buy, and and then I went to the breakaway course, which makes you think you, mm -hmm. anybody can start up, right? So. Gotcha, gotcha. Wow. Okay, that's interesting, man. So then right now you went to the breakaway course, you're in that startup mode phase, then what? Why did you, you just decided to pick this location, you drove by it, you said, okay, this is it, and then you went to the bank to get a loan, or? Uh, that's a, I think I went to the bank first to secure uh, uh, so that people knew I, I could get the money, but I started the project with Breakaway. I was a, I was a Breakaway affiliate. You know, they Wait, had you were, you were a Breakaway employee? No, yeah, affiliate. They, they oh. have a model where, like, the three years you pay a percentage of your gross. Oh. How did that work out, man? How, how, how did it, do you feel like it, it, it was good becoming a breakaway affiliate? Did you feel like it was worth you, it? You never had anyone that was from, that worked with breakaway? I think I did, but I've never had anybody who, I mean, I've even had Scott on the podcast, but I mean, I've never had anybody. I don't think I've ever gotten this question, anybody who's been an affiliate. So I guess maybe because um, the affiliate program, when I started, it was, it was three years. Um, first two years is very low percentage of your, I think maybe 5% of your gross. And then third year is ballooning up to 18% or something. Mm -hmm. And then I got into the program, I signed up and, um, you know, Couple months in, I want to say, mm -hmm. they basically had canceled that program mm -hmm. because they had issues. I think it was legal issues. I don't know if I can say anything. Yeah, yeah. Not, not with me, but yeah, with yeah. Past, past affiliates that basically didn't want to pay um, their own payment. Um, so they changed the program to a flat fee. So oh, it was gotcha. just had to pay a flat fee. And then um, I had to use their consulting services for about a year, which was uh, like 2000 a month. Mm -hmm. So I probably paid a lot less than I would have. So that's how it worked. Yeah. But do you, <laughs> you, you felt like it was okay, it was worth it or for that year? The consulting? Yeah. Um, the consulting wasn't, wasn't bad. I mean, I think it depends on the person you are. I, it, it was like, it was very simple. It was, I feel like you, know, you could have paid anybody to do it. But at the same time, I think consulting is really paying somebody to just be nagging and like telling you like, look, your reappointment rate is like not where it's supposed to be. And I'm like, but I told my front desk to fix that, you know, but it's just like, but that that's, that's important, you know, otherwise, you know, you would never do that. You would never fix it. So yeah. I think it was worth it. Um, but it wasn't, I wasn't, I don't think I was really paying for the consulting. If you know what I mean. Like it was kind of a, a bundle deal where 
I guess I, I would have agreed to pay for the consulting instead of paying them my gross percentage. Oh. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. It was kind of a, like a trade-off kind of, kind of thing. So I, I didn't really mind, I, but I didn't continue with them later. Gotcha. Do you feel like uh, you would eventually get another consultant if you needed, or you're like, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't need that? Mm, I think consultants are helpful. Um, I may get, I may get one if, if they're good. I'm not a very organized person, so <laughs> I know some people are like looking at their dental intel every day. I just can't do that. It's not me. Like the numbers, yeah, the analytics. I have, I have my fish, my notes. <laughs> And eating dinner, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's helpful for somebody be in your corner, look at your numbers, and be like, look, give them some insights. And it was good the first year, um, you know, especially like hiring wise. I, I I had somebody to bounce off of ideas of like, should I fire this person? Should I hire this person? Um, when is the right time to hire? next employee things like that you know they they have you know a good idea into the numbers of my practice so they were like look you should like or or like opening up days like look you should open up more days you're booked out too far or you should hire temporary part-time hygienist um things like that those decisions got you you. okay okay so let's get into like your business right now How, how much was your build out if you don't mind us asking just construction itself? Yeah. I want to say 220-ish. That's uh, just the construction, right? Yeah. So, like, everything in total, plumbed with chairs, with the employees already, or not with the employees, but just without the employees. I mean, I, I took out $500,000 and, and used most of it. <laughs> and you used all, wow, okay. <laughs> have, you, have you started or have you, because you're one, you're almost one and a half years in, Almost one year in minus the pandemic, right? But like, or a little over. Have you started breaking even already or? We started breaking even uh, late last year. Nice. That's really, really good. How did that, so I guess like throughout that process of trying to break even, what'd you learn? How did you get to that break even point? I can tell you uh, how I broke even is I found a key employee. And, and the fact that, you know, I, I spent a lot of money, even when we were like losing money, um, during the startup phase, I spent a lot of money in my seven years of being a dentist on CE, on implants and ortho. And so, um, I kind of like pivoted the office to do more implants and, but the problem was I didn't have any, actually, um, it's like a horror story. I want, if you want me to share about my, how I found my team members. Yeah, share that. Um, every time it, I share this story, I feel like I get too emotional. <laughs> it's good, but, man. Um, Tears gets the downloads. It's okay. <laughs> um, so I, when we were hiring, we hired one person from the get-go. And she has some experience. And we liked her. She was nice. But um, the state of New Jersey, you need an x-ray license to take x-rays. 
and she did not have one because she worked in New York. I hope she's not listening. <laughs> so, um, and um, she said, it, I, I said, I'll pay for your course. It's like 800 bucks. It's right next door. So she started taking the course. And, you know, we were, we were kind of working like one team member, one doctor, figuring things out. And I guess it, I had realized when she told me that like right when, we, right when she started, she got pregnant. So we found out several weeks later and she's like, I'm pregnant. And I mean, I have a, I have a child and it's, it's all, you know, I, I understand you know, you're pregnant. You, it's hard. It's hard to come to work, but to literally say she's coming to work like the night before and next morning don't show up. And she would do that like for days and days and days, weeks. And I was like, I need to fire this girl. But my lawyer was like, do not fire this girl. So, so I was like, okay, can you come tomorrow? Like I need someone, you know, I can't work by myself. And she would say, yes, doctor, I'll be there. And then next morning, and all the while I'm paying for her course. So, wow. so I couldn't fire her and like I was using temps. My wife was coming to help and it was, it was crazy. Some days I was work, just working by myself. So oh, man. I was doing, you know, sterilization, I was billing, I was calling, confirming, scheduling. It was tough. Um, but um, she finally quit and she moved on. She had her baby. They're all healthy. Mm -hmm. So, and then, um, and then, um, I found a, a front desk girl and then, and then I found an assistant from an assisting school. She's still with me. She's, she was very young, but, um, we could, um, use her as an intern for free. And then she was, she was good. So we kept her and that was a blessing. And then, we found a treatment coordinator from, she worked at like before service office and perio office. Mm -hmm. So she was like, she's selling implants is her thing. So mm -hmm. she came on board and the first month she came on board, she, she, our, we, we collected a hundred thousand. Oh wow. In a month. Yeah, and that was because her just selling cases. How'd you find her? I just, just on Indeed. Uh, she Is that where you have found all your um, employees no. on Indeed? No, I mean, no. I, I've actually found just her on Indeed. Um, my assistant, I, like I said, we got from the assistant school. Oh, yeah. And then my hygienist was introduced by my fantastic girls, past jobs, I guess. Gotcha. Huh? So in that whole process, you've only had to let go, or one person has quit on you? Um, I have another person, another horror story. <laughs> <laughs> let us have it, man. Let us have it. So um, we were, you know, we wanted to grow our team. So I right now have two part-time agents, a front desk and assistant. So our front desk was getting overwhelmed and I wanted my, my treatment coordinator to really focus on implants because that's where she shines. Her return value is amazing. 
if I can get her a lot of implant leads, she could she can turn it into dollars. Um, so we found the girl right before coronavirus, and um, she was smart, you know, and she didn't have experience, but she she was she had the smarts. So um, we hired her, and then she got sick. She was like having fevers, and this was like early corona, early March. So we were like, um, you should get tested because you're having all the symptoms of coronavirus. And she was like, okay, doc, I'll, I'll go get tested. And she got tested and then she was sick, so she didn't come back. But she didn't let us know for like weeks what was going on. Mm-hmm. So we're like, what was the result? She's like, I didn't get the results. So we're like, that's weird. It's been two weeks. And then um, she proceeded to tell us, oh, I'm negative. We were like, oh, that's, thank God that's good. But then I was like, that's, I still felt weird. I felt like she wasn't telling the truth. And a week later, she calls in us and she's like, oh, in fact, I was lying. I'm positive. What? Really? I just had to tell her, you're fired. Like, right then, like, you're fired. She called you or she texted you? She called me. She was like, I guess the health department called her. And said, oh, we're going to have to call your employer. Tell them that you were positive. And she freaked out and called me. It's like, I'm sorry. I, I was actually positive. And we're like. Why'd she lie about that? She thought that if she didn't tell me she would get fired, then she could, she could apply for FMLA. Um, that's what she said. Oh, for unemployment? FMLA. Uh, oh, 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 wow. Really? So people didn't really know like that, that them, that, like small offices didn't even apply for FMLA. Like we were exempt. They didn't I know. Nobody knew. And then she thought that she needed to get paid. But yeah. you know, we could have quarantined ourselves from our family and friends. But you guys didn't get did you, after you heard that um, she got tested and everything like that, what protocols did y'all I mean, after you heard that she got po- she was positive, what protocols did y'all do? You're already closed. Oh, really? We closed, we closed on March 13th, and she told us, like, after, I think. So, we're already closed. But none of you guys, no, no, the rest of the team, are no patients got it, right? Um, I mean, from, like, I mean, actually, forget the pa- I mean, not forget the patients, but not the patients. None of the team got it, right, that you think of? I don't think so. I mean, my hygienist got the coronavirus and she got over it but we don't know where she got it wow i mean this is jersey every like a lot of people had it a lot of people around me had it and no one really knows who got it from where it's hard to say and you know when we um i mean the 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 employee that was sick she really only worked like half a day when she was sick and she was in the front and you know, I, I call the health department, like state health department, call the city health department. And I was like, what should I do? And they were like, you don't need to talk. You don't need to tell the patients. I know, I know some people may, may think it's crazy, but um, mm-hmm. that's what so I was like. I was going to, I had it all set up like letters and emails to send out. And they were like, I'll tell them. I was, I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Cause that might, don't you think that would like probably freak all the patients out maybe? I think this was a different time. This was before. This is like early March. So, 
like thinking it was so, such a fluid situation they probably had a strategy yeah yeah what about now like what's your protocol now for example if a patient did have um did have it and then they contact you like ted i got it and i was in your practice <laughs> and i was in your practice i think when i had it do you guys have a protocol for that or like what is what are you supposed to do um we have a protocol if one of our team members gets sick what is it uh, everybody gets tested the next day um we, we're right next to urgent care center and they mm -hmm. walk so we actually had a scare a couple of weeks ago when my assistant was sick. Really? So um, she, uh, we all thought she had it, and <laughs> we're like, I was freaking out. Um, but I said, so I, I had to set up a, a this whole protocol for if anybody's sick or positive. So basically, next day we all go to the urgent care next door, get the swab tested, and. Um, we can't shut the office down. Like that makes no sense. We don't even know if the person is sick with coronavirus. And even if they're, the, the, the funny thing was, you know, um, when we had that sick girl in, in early March, we worked with her and we all got um, the antibody testing later. None of us had antibodies uh, except for the, the hygienist. Um, which, but she got the coronavirus like the later. So, Mm -hmm. I actually got it from her and she was like she was like coughing next to us <laughs> hmm that's um, it that, that is different so then from you guys will go get yourself tested you won't shut the office down though right no. so then who will be how are you guys going to get tested like one by one somebody goes then come back somebody goes and comes back but make sure you guys get it all done within that day and then if somebody does come out positive What's the protocol for that? You just close it down or? They don't come to work. We only shut it down if I'm sick. Because uh, I, okay. I mean, if, if somebody's, <laughs> I can't sustain the business that way. And there's no reason because we're, we're, all, we're all of us are waiting N95s and masks all the time. Mm -hmm. So we have air purifiers in every single room. Yeah. Um, Filter coronavirus. Um, we have extra oil suction devices, and I have no reason to believe that you know we should absolutely shut the practice down just because one employee is sick, they can go home. And if we are not sick, then we can continue. Yeah, that's true. That's true. How has how has this like all affected you in the sense of like the the patients in your community? Do you feel like they're more scared to go to your practice do you feel like they're they just don't care it's like business as usual or is it more like hey we got our stimulus checks let's go spend more on you know what i mean how do you see yeah. it um it's it's really a mixed bag some people don't care some people want to spend a little money i guess but a lot of people have lost their jobs or they're on fur furlough mm -hmm. so they're, they're hesitant to spend um quite a few people have have called us and said they want to be scheduled. Um, they don't want to come in until this is over. But you know we're still busy, and we got busier. And you know, I've also made uh, YouTube videos on what we're doing. A couple of YouTube videos on the safety measures that we're taking, 
and blog posts and all these things. And um, I've sent, sent them out in emails to all our patients. Mm-hmm. So some of them have commented that you know, they feel safer coming here because what, what they read in the email. Hmm. That's interesting to do the YouTube and everything like that. Do you think, because um, you said you've gotten busier. In what way have you guys gotten busier? Or how did you get busier? Like, what are you doing for, are you doing anything for marketing or anything like that or no? Um, doing some Google AdWords. I started a couple of weeks ago. The emergency is a new patient. Do you see it producing good ROI? Like it's a good, or you don't know yet? I think emergency is a little bit better. I mean, it's, it's hard to tell exactly where they came from sometimes, you know, because they, they say, oh, I heard you from here. I've always saw your sign. I heard it from a friend, and I found you on Google. You know? Yeah. So, um, but emergency, I think there's definitely a couple people that come in. They're like, I just, I just searched on Google. You were the first one. So I know that's, that's PPC. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Pre-COVID-19, how many new patients were you getting monthly? 35-ish. 20, 30. Oh, wow. And then, and then post, like, or not post, but we're during COVID-19. How, same thing? You're getting that many or more? I have to check. But I'm, we're seeing a lot of new patients, definitely. Though. Hmm. We're, we're on par, if not, if not maybe a little bit more. That's really good, man. That's really, really good. And a lot of them are because of, like, your... We weren't doing that well. I mean, we had no hygiene for a week. So we weren't like that before. So we're wrapping up. Gotcha, gotcha. That's good. Right now, what would, because um, we're, we're coming close to the mark right now to sign off, but what would you recommend or what advice would you give to like, two, uh, two pieces of advice if you can, on like someone who is struggling and they feel like, man, Ted, I've been at this startup for like almost a year and I haven't even broken even. That, and then what advice would you give to anybody thinking to do a startup? I feel like, I feel like finding the right person, the right people was like the biggest thing. Um, of course, you got to have systems and whatever, but in a startup, like, I don't know if you can train someone to, like, as you're doing the startup and train, like, some random person to sell you big cases. If you if that's what you want to do, so yeah, we were like when when my my treatment coordinator showed up and she was like, I worked at Perio and before service, and I sold implants all day. I was like, How much do you want? <laughs> give me more. <laughs> we'll give you more. That's a that's a good, but that's a to me. I feel like that's a. Would it be risky, man, to do that sometimes? Because I feel like, I mean, it's good that you did it. But if you're thinking of like a person like, man, I barely got money. And if, well, how do I know she's really good? I don't, I can't do, you know what I mean? Right. I mean, I think you definitely, you have to, you have to have your core values and they have to line up with the person. And I mean, when I hire people right now, I just ask them two things. Um, Simple math questions. Like, 50% 50% of 100, um, 98% of people can't do it. Well, wait, what are the two questions you ask? Uh, like 50% of 100. 
fifty percent of a hundred? Yeah. I don't. That's the question. That's the question. You can't answer it. Fifty percent of a hundred is fifty, right? Yeah. Most people can't answer it. They really? What do they say? I can use a calculator. Oh, you want them to answer it like? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, okay, so that's one question, 50% of 100, and the second question. I make them do a typing test. And, okay. Yeah, because, oh, I didn't tell you about my real first employee. <laughs> uh-huh. He can type or do math, and it drove me crazy because she would sit there and type with one finger, <laughs> looking down at the keyboard, and it would be wrong, and look up. Not even, no, not that, just one finger. Oh, one finger, just... <laughs> nice lady but i just did i just didn't know i i and and she'd look up and it'd be wrong so she should delete it and she's doing it again um i would just like play my hair out yeah so, after that i was like never again am i hiring somebody who can't type so i just make them do the typing test and i just actually i make that if, um something they have to do on indeed so you can make them i just write we will only consider you if you do the typing test. And I say like, five, maybe 5% maybe of people do the typing test. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Okay, man, that's good. That's good. So that's the advice you would give to someone who is probably like in 1.5 years in a startup, you give them like, hey, man, consider your team if you're not breaking even yet. Um because that was a major pivot point for you, right? It was. And I guess the, the, another part of that is because I do all, all types of surgery. I, mm -hmm. do, I do wisdom teeth, uh, bone grafting, and implants. So I was able to sell that. But I don't know if it would have such a big impact if you didn't do those procedures. Yeah. How do you advertise for that? Like if I did implants and you still do it through Google Ads? Like, hey... I, I actually, um, I did Facebook and Google by myself. I made funnels, I made mapping pages. Um, I did all of that and realized it's not for me. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of work. I, I enjoyed doing it, but I just realized I, my time's better spent doing something else. And the professionals can always do better. So um, I, I looked hard and um, looked for a lot of... Uh, I interviewed different firms. I'm about to uh, start using another firm just for implants. So I'm using um, one firm just for like new patients and emergencies. Mm -hmm. But implant cases, I'm going to be using another one. If you don't mind me asking, which ones are you using right now for regular and for, which ones are you going to use? So the regular one, uh, I've been kind of stuck with the breakaway one, uh, the, the whale. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I think it, a lot of it comes down to who your point of contact is. So the point of contact I initially had with them, I didn't like her, and then um, and then she she got fired or oh. she left. Mm -hmm. uh, assigned a different person, and I like him a lot better. He's very responsive. Any changes or edits I want to make, you know, he responds right away. So it's been a lot better. Um, as far as how effective it is, you know, it's, I think it's a little hard to tell. I know you gotta, 
as the patient where they came from, but it's like hard to ask. Did you click on that that top three thing? Or? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does get hard. So then that's the regular one, right? You're using dental well. And then what, which one are you going to go with for the implant and everything? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, BDS inbound uh, and a little farm in uh, Hudson Valley, New York. And actually, okay. I heard about them through Green Sky Rep. The Green Sky, you know, they got they did a lot of finance for big implant cases. Mm-hmm. So the rep was like asking all the big time doctors basically because they can see who does a lot of cases. Gotcha. Get a lot of money from them. Yeah, and they asked those, those docs like who are, who are using for marketing. And the rep told me like this this one is doing a lot of work with the, the doctors that do a lot of big cases. So mm-hmm. I was gonna sign up with them. Uh, but then I lost them because they have, you know, restrictive covenant, right? They, they don't work with multiple doctors in the same area. Mm. But some other doctor signed up with them before I did. But then coronavirus happened and that doctor quit. <laughs> so I got it. <laughs> yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that one works then for, for that, that company. Okay, so then what's the advice you would give to someone who is thinking to do a startup or probably in the process of doing it, but hasn't opened their doors yet. Well, one more thing I was saying is, is about just Google reviews. Google reviews is king. Um, oh, yeah, I got yeah, yeah. right now. How um, many do you have? 134. So, 134? Wow. So, I mean, I, I know there's people with more, but you know, I think you just have to be like on par or above the other co- competitor practice in your area. I don't think you have to have a thousand. Um, but I made it a goal to um, get a hundred reviews in the, within the first year and, and we did it. So every, every Wednesday morning um, we had meeting. Uh, we had the wildly important goals meeting based on the four disciplines of execution book. So every week we just like talked about how to get more reviews and, and we got, 134 now so man and that's been the gift that keeps on giving because people a lot of people are just like i read a review yeah and then you know okay that's where you came from right like that's how it's happening awesome man that's good that's good any other advice you want to give us before we log off um well, um i think I'm, I'm starting youtube channel so um I'm, during the coronavirus pandemic, during the quarantine, I had nothing to do. So I started just talking to myself in, in, in front of the camera. So um, I think that's like the next big thing. I, If you guys, and writing blogs, I've been doing that during the pandemic. And I found it really helpful just to organize my thoughts about different things. about And it's just, just towards the customers, not like myself. Um, but when I wrote a blog, I could do a video because it was really, really easy. I just talked about what I wrote in the blog. Like, what is an all-on-four? What is, like, sleep apnea? What is dental implant? You know, those things. So you just write it, and once you, once you write it, then you can just, like, you can just talk away. And then you just have to edit it. That's the hard part, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. You YouTube, and then now you have, like, your blog, your YouTube, and... You can post it on your website. You can post, post it on your Facebook or Instagram. And 
I think that's a very easy, not easy, but a very cheap way to do marketing. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I know, um, like YouTube is like what the second most used search engine in the world. So if we can figure out a way to how to utilize that more, you know what I mean? That yeah. would be, whoever makes that would be a billionaire right now. Like if we can find that way to do that. The thing so. is like, like cool, cool, you got to keep paying them to like, and you got to do SEO on the top page, but YouTube, you just post a video and it just keeps gaining views and it, keeps, it becomes like a popular video. Yeah. As soon as possible. And then it just keeps growing. Yeah, you're right. And you also like, I know you have to think about like the type of video, right? Like the audience and everything like that. So if it's like, if you can, if you make a video and say like, Hey, this is how you do implants, right? Some people will watch it general population, but more dentists. Right. But if it's like how this implant changed my life, man, people who are thinking about getting implants are like, who did his implants? You know what I mean? And I want to, I want to look that up. This one's so, so big. So I, I got a, I got a good testimonial. I have to edit. Um, yeah. I'm busy. I can't edit anything. Um, but yeah, I don't do any anything for dentists. Not not like pictures of bloody stuff. Nothing like that. Yeah. Just I just think about what the patients ask and write blogs on that. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, awesome, awesome. All righty, Ted, man. Thank you so much for being with us. It was a pleasure. But before we say goodbye, can you tell our listeners where they can find you? Um, they can find me uh, email or? Yeah, email, social media, your YouTube, whatever you want. Um, I think my Instagram is Theodore, Theodore Chang DDS. And then... Um, Email is theodorechangdds at gmail.com. <laughs> and uh, I have an old website. I went updated, but it's no surprise, uh, theodorechangdds.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, man. That's good. Awesome. So for anybody watching, if you guys have any questions or concerns for uh, Ted, feel free to comment in the uh, comments below and ask us any questions. Theodore will be sticking around throughout the rest of this time to like, answer any questions through the comments and if you're listening to this on the podcast uh, be sure to join the making of down startup facebook group that way you can interact with us on this facebook live and yeah ted thank you so much for being with us man it was a pleasure and we'll hear from you soon likewise stay safe